Hey Martin, sorry about that. I'm not sure what happened. Um, how to say studio situation? I'm using an iPad, and then I'm using uh, my Wi-Fi or, or hotspot or what do you call it. Um, so it, it could be something with that, and uh, we'll test uh, this out. Uh, second take here, and uh, I have to give a shout out to Chris uh, that I sent for my recent uh, previous interview with uh, Matthew Pollard, and uh, we were talking about. Uh, you said about this sinking thing, um, and, um, and then recently now it was about how long you have been in your process. If you you still call it a beta or or how far you have come, so you could do a recap on that. Sure. <clears throat> yeah, we um, started almost exactly a year ago and considered 2015 to be our beta process, and so. Uh, right at the end of last year, we officially started charging for the service and considered ourselves then to be out of beta. But as I was saying earlier, my I really feel like we're always in a beta process and learning yep. and growing and changing and wanting to take feedback from from people and, and really uh, turn Ringer into something that um, is is somewhat led by the market and by people who... Uh, use the product on a daily basis and can can help us develop things that'll be useful that we've never thought of. And so um, we want to be a company that's growing and changing and learning. And so I, in my head, will probably always consider us to be in beta. But uh, for official purposes, uh, after we started charging, we took the beta tag yeah, off. That's good because, I mean, some of uh, I remember like email services and others being beta for several years. Uh, sure. For even big companies, uh, and not not so many remember that I mean the Skype and other voice on over internet or how we call it VoIP uh, internet protocol. Uh, they have been a long transformation and long development, and and uh, at the beginning many years ago uh, it had some things to to how do you say. Improvement, uh, yeah. yeah. So I've gone a long way. So, so I, what, what I like, and it, it's my style, but you could use it in a handy dandy way. Uh, but as I said, it's it's uh, always beta. If you want mention it, you could say it. It's also depending on all of the, I mean, operators and what's happening with new versions of operating systems and other things like that. And maybe not, maybe yeah, not complicated sure. too much, but I mean, I'm looking for myself. I, I want, I am using now a pretty simple headset and plug it in into my iPad. Uh, and, uh, but in, in the future, you could plug, plug in an, uh, like a USB microphone with a lighting connection switch. But uh, do you want to tell that story, what happened there? Uh, but, uh, yeah, well, we, we had the lightning port mics ready to go and working and sounding great. And then Apple went and changed in one of their eight point something operating systems. I don't remember which one. Um, and basically completely changed how apps, specifically ours, interfaced and interacted with the lightning port. And so we kind of had to start from scratch on that and... Uh, we're currently developing a desktop 
version of the platform and that will allow you obviously to plug any microphone you want into your computer and uh, record that way and so um, we're going to tackle that first and then we'll get back to trying to uh, navigate the problem of interfacing the lightning port microphones with the ringer app uh, in terms of the mobile devices it's great to hear because i mean i like to have it uh, on the go or you could record when you when you have uh, your ipad and uh, headset and so on in a backpack or something like that maybe on a conference yeah. and and but you're talking with somebody else at uh, other distance or whatever uh, so but also the desktop version would be great uh, would it be like uh, because that's my personal view of all about all these editing software and so on often it could be i mean catering to high fee people and professional in into music and lots of uh, buttons and put <laughs> uh, different things uh, equalizer and other things that you could do with it but for for audio and others of course you want to sound great and a good uh, listening uh, so you could listen to the conversation but you don't need so many bells and whistles in a way but i could say in a, in a parenthesis here when i got the first now i saw that you could have different file formats you could have it in mono stereo uh flack whatever all all kind of different versions and for me as a in a way layman but i'm starting to to know some of these different technical things also that could be maybe be a good thing for, for you as a thought leader in this area because you have a long extensive background in this area as you said as a radio talker and and uh, other things like that yeah we want to provide everything you need and nothing you don't <laughs> um, and that's easier said than done to try to find sort of a balance between giving a variety of file formats, but not overwhelming people with options so that they feel like they're never going to get the right one for them. And so we've tried to create um, a few custom settings. So if you're just a basic podcaster and go, I just want the basic MP3 mixdowns every time, there'll be a way to select just that. So every time you do a call, that's what you'll get. You don't have to worry about anything else. However, we've left room open for people who maybe are a little more sophisticated or are editing and a uh, you know, an Adobe Audition or a Pro Tools kind of uh, editing software to give them a variety of file types and a variety of bit rates and the split track so that they can manipulate and edit as they need to. And so um, our goal is to, to try to provide uh, what we can to make life easier, but not so much that it makes it more complex. That's great. So, and uh, maybe in the future, that could be also a thing that you're of looking after the platform and the mic microphone things also with some kind of editing because right now you have to put that in your uh, workflow pro process also and many of these uh, services out there are, are great but they are i mean in a way old and you have to find it on some kind of obscure site or or so on yeah or, or a site that i mean i use this ophthalmic that i like uh, but there you have um, it's a couple of hours, I think, uh, but after that, it's uh, it costed. A, I don't know exactly, but it, I mean, it's more for a very professional or or thing. People who are audiophiles and so on. Uh, uh, right. But I like. I have learned a, a bit of, about the process, and uh, but it took also some time to do it. So that that's the thing. Um, so 
Uh, so I, I wonder what, what that could be in the future. But maybe we should tell the listeners that also that you could go with the free version and get uh, uh, an audio copy there, right? And then you with the premium you could uh, get all these different ones. Yeah, we have two different levels at the moment that could expand to three here in the fairly near future. But at the moment, we have basic and we have premium. In basic, uh, you can record a call, and um, there's no length limit on that. You'll get an MP3 of sort of a medium quality, and it'll be a mix down. So both sides will be on the same mono mm. file, um, and that's for free. However, um, if you want to... Uh, get a variety of different file types, not just MP3, but have access to AUG and FLAC. If you want a variety of bit rates, if you want stereo files, the split track downloads, uh, unlimited storage, uh, eventually the desktop when it comes and conference calling, uh, all that will be under our premium plan. Um, but the, the beauty is right now you can test the free, uh, see what you think, see if you like it. And then if you want even better quality and way more options as to what you can do with your audio and have us store it and at least a backup copy on our end for you, then the premium's the way to go. Hmm. Uh, it's great to uh, hear. And, uh, and I will get into a segue of the halftime here soon about the trade principle. Uh, and when you have this, because it's a value, it's a service that you provide and it's worth uh, something to pay for. And lots of, as we now have heard about research and development and a uh, lot of thoughts into it and uh, big plans for the future. Uh, so that, that will be interesting to hear your thoughts about the exchange of uh, ideas and services and, and products and so on on a, on a free market. Yeah, it's, um, you know, we've, we've worked really hard to try to balance um, giving too much away for free. Um, and knowing what to charge for and how much to charge for. And I think that's the challenge for most any business is to figure out sort of where that line is. And so we're, we're working on it. We know we're providing a valuable service. We know it's worth something to pay for. And uh, we've really been pleased so far with the response. And I must say that, and I sometimes joke, but also seriously say that I'm a poor capitalist. <laughs> I'm a former system. And I want to pay for it, and then you have—I mean—the discussion about a long time ago, or not maybe so long time, but the long tail and the freemium versions and so on. And it—it it was funny when the author that talked about freemium, he wanted to charge for his book, <laughs> right? And then he had to come up with a PDF or something that was so-called for free. But as as we know, it's nothing like a free lunch, but it's it's no, no free lunch out there. So. Uh, what I like is, is uh, and that was a discussion on the podcast, a roundtable with Ray and others. Uh, many people are doing this as a hobby or interest, yep. but want to cover their cost in some way. And it's interesting when you, I mean, I was attracted that it was, it could be simple to start podcasting. And then you start developing it and you say, oh, I want to have that mic, or I want to have that, or maybe I should have that too, or a new service that I want to test out. And and then you also want to I mean, maybe get something for it, because you put time and energy in it. Uh, and people are used to this so-called freemium. Uh, so, so... Do you want to tell about what that could be for, for us who are being 
here promoting it a bit and being ambassadors and want to spread the good word? Yeah, we have an affiliate program that will be launching very, very soon. Um, I don't know the exact date, nor do I know the exact date that this podcast is going to air for you, Martin, but uh, we are very, very close to having an affiliate program um, up and running. And so we want to do two things with that. One, we want you to be able to make some money as a podcaster and as somebody with an audience who has people who would be naturally interested in Ringer. So uh, we we want to somehow benefit you and say thank you for for pointing people our way. But we also want uh, your audience to be able to save some money on the product and, and try it out and see what they think. And so uh, what we've set up is a program that um, <clears throat> will allow your listeners to sign up for one, three, six, or 12 months of Ringer, depending on how long they want to go, and save either 10, 15, 20, or 25% on the price to do that. Uh, when they sign up through your link, assuming you were to become an affiliate, um, they save that percentage and then you get some money on your end uh, as our way of saying thank you for pointing people our direction. And we feel we've put a really great plan in place. Um, affiliates can make anywhere from $2 if someone signs up for a month to $15 if someone signs up for a year. And uh, we aren't shy about sharing those numbers that's how the world works and so um that's yep. totally all right that people know that but you know um just a podcaster who's who's trying to to pay for their costs you know if you get two people to sign up for ringer for a year you're going to make thirty dollars which you know that'll pay for a number of services that you might be choosing to use uh, or in a couple of months could pay for a decent microphone or, you know, whatever your costs may be. So uh, we feel like we've put a really good plan together and we can't wait. We've had so many people ask about affiliate plans. And uh, so we're very, very close and uh, can't wait to get that launched. That's, that's great to hear. Uh, and uh, I look forward to hear about that. And also when I looked into the back office, you could say, you see how many, if you have a premium, is it, uh, a size or amount of time or is it uh, uh, pieces of recordings uh, it is unlimited so you can you can go as long as you want and as often as you want all for that same price yeah because I saw something about like a number that I've done three or four now, now it, I think it will be a fifth uh, recording but then it was slash 16 or something like that uh, but it may be, or is it year 16 maybe? Can I say it? Uh, it could be. Uh, the other thing might be um, scheduled interviews versus completed interviews. So okay. yeah. if you've scheduled some and not done them, just you yeah. were testing it out, the 16, I think, was the number you've scheduled, and five would be the number that you've completed okay. and uploaded. Good. Yeah, and uh, so, I mean, it, it, I, I say that the, I like the layout and the use, usability and so on. And it's pretty easy to understand, but you have to play around with it a bit. Uh, so it's good to know. And I think that could be a, a good advantage for you also, because sometimes of these services, you, you, you have this premium, but I mean, when you start and you pretty quickly see that <laughs> you have to upgrade, right? maybe it could be, I mean, very much so you don't need it so. I mean, uh, I use uh, SoundCloud or Premium because after three hours, 
you have to pay. Right. But if you but if you listen only to music and they are catering more to music musicians and music listeners. Yeah. I mean that's okay. Uh, but I use it as a distribution channel. Uh, I wouldn't uh, I mean put everything on on that. I like the player. I like the, how you could embed it and so on. And I like the you could say the community aspect of it, or you could get followers and comments and so on. Uh, but I have like a service like uh, Libsyn that I'm very pleased with. And there I have lots of space, but I want to have this standalone app also. Sure. Uh, so so I want to give uh, possibilities and alternatives for listeners to 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 listen in to very convenient, in very convenient, at very convenience and so on and uh, in different ways. Uh, and and maybe that could be uh, an idea for if somebody wants to support this show, they could go to ego. Uh, netcast.com forward slash support and in the near future I will put up the affiliate link also. Do, do you want to tell or or should we wait and see if, if it's an external service or is it through through you for ringer.com? Yeah, it is all through us and so you will when when you sign up to become an affiliate you will pick your affiliate code. So uh, just for the sake of our conversation maybe it's Martin so yeah. you would be able to tell people, okay, go to ringer.com slash Martin to sign up for Ringer. Or you could say, go to my website, and in the show notes for today, you'll see the link to uh, Ringer to sign up um, and save up to 25%. You can choose how you do that. You can do both. Uh, we have provided when you sign up, you will also have access to several different uh, banners and uh, widgets that you can drop directly into your blog or to your website that are HTML linked directly to your affiliate page. So um, we've tried to make it real easy for you to, to share that information. Uh, if you, again, want to speak it and just say ringer.com slash Martin uh, or whatever yeah. you decide to choose, um, that's, that's totally up to you. But whatever's best for, for sending people our way, that's probably the way you want to go. That's, that's neat uh, because then I could talk to the guy who made uh, my jingle, uh, Jim Johnson, uh, that you could include something like that. So uh, that's great to 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 hear that uh, that you have a service and plans for the future, and and, and it could be that uh, it doesn't have to be a podcast. It could be somebody that wants to record conversation in a, in a high quality way, in an and in an easy way. Because you you get the email and links and you could play around with it. Yeah, we're we're up to any you know uh, what I've said to our team on numerous occasions is if there are other people anybody who wants to share um, Ringer with their tribe, their following, their listeners, great. You know if they're in podcasting, fine. If they're broadcasting, fine. If they uh, our plumbers, fine. You know, it doesn't matter to me if if they're passionate enough about our product for whatever reason, and want to bring more people um, to us. Then we think they should be compensated for their time, and so we want to uh, we want to offer that program to to anybody who wants to use it. That's, that's great. And we could talk a little bit about there on the future plans and so on. I would in the near future have have a talk on uh, future trends and look to joke a bit in the crystal ball in the near future, uh -huh. like five years. Yeah. And I, I will, uh, as, again, as a full disclosure, I will mention your 
services because uh, I don't think so many know about it yet, at least not here in, in, in Sweden, Europe, etc. And uh, I, what I like, uh, my talk is like, is the mo uh, podcasting going more into mobile mm -hmm. area? And uh, and also also another thing is it will be podcasting as as uh, Rob was talking about uh, micro network like several podcasts small podcasts maybe get together and so on on a right, niche, sure. niche things and then you have what I liked with the blog talk uh, radio I I like the most the biggest advantage I think is that you could listen to podcasts when you want when you have time if you're walking. Walking with cat or dog or whatever, right? <laughs> uh, but also you have this that you probably have experienced then in in sports and in radio and so on and sports radio uh, the live element as you say or the call the, the viewer or maybe you say the listener that have an opinion about something or want to have a comment or adding their two cents. This live element in podcasting, for example, blog talk radio had that that you could do a call call in number uh, right now, now I have many things at the same time but uh, because you see that with blab you see that in periscope with live thing that is for a short time and maybe a bit exclusive you could say uh, yep. how, how do you see that in the future if, if you would uh, guess a bit uh, what will happen in this space well, we've had a number of people ask us about, you know, are we going to try to get into that space and stream these conversations as they're happening? You know, we put them together on the back end and then stream them. And we we, we can do that and, and may do that in the future. <clears throat> I think there are a couple of different ways people tend to be going. The Meerkat, Periscope, Blab, uh, YouTube model, which is based more on active discussion. You know, people doing something right now and their, um, their draw for their products and their platforms is you can join something that's happening right now. Um, and those are great. It's, it's really, really cool what these companies have been doing. And then I think there's, there's a, another subset who are, who are really going after the, okay, we are going to, we're not going to bring you in on the, the process necessarily. We're going to put it together more like an artist and present. Mm. So rather than being a part of the discussion, we're, we're actually going to um, sort of like an, an NPR public radio model here in the United States where they, have, they spend a lot of money and a lot of time pulling uh, information from all over the place. The Serial podcast is a good one. The Startup podcast is another good one. Mm as an example, where they spend time gathering audio, gathering information, gathering content, and then putting it together more like a, like a movie or a documentary and then presenting it to people. And so I see Ringer as certainly at the moment in more of that space where we're going to help organizations like this do what they do better and allow them to um, cultivate this content, have it sound great, and then they can use it in whatever way they see fit. That's an interesting take on it, and I must say that I'm listening to the startup podcast. I get very interest, uh, interested and impressed, and it's fascinating to hear this transparency, how they talk about the business and so on. Uh, on, on the other hand, of course, as a more like an amateur podcaster, you could say, doing it as a hobby, but see it as a platform for other things.
uh, it could be a bit stressful also. I mean, you want to have everything in place and order and the workflow again. So I think your your platform could work very well with that also. Yeah, we we certainly hope so. Uh, we don't want to pigeonhole ourselves no. into only one thing. Um, but, you know, to, as we start, we think we're going to be more in the uh, recorded, uh, pre-recorded space. Mm. And then if we can, um, you know, over time, begin streaming these conversations sort of as they happen to uh, some sort of, maybe it's, maybe it's our website or our app or to another one and, and just do it more real time, although on a delay, uh, that, that's certainly a possibility. So we'll sort of see how the, how that all plays out and what the interest in doing it is. And we'll, we'll go from there. Could be fun to, to see sort of what the market dictates. Yeah. What you're saying also what the market is dictating saying have you had got any comments from your so-called uh, colleagues and so on in the mainstream media uh we have you know we've uh, I, I haven't had anybody in mainstream media ask for that live component of what we do yet we've had some people who uh you know individual podcasters such as yourself who say oh it might be cool if mm. and uh, i totally agree but uh if you know, if we're talking with large, larger news organizations or um, podcast organizations, most of them are still in the, hey, we don't have a good way to record an interview right now. We are looking for a better way to do that, and uh, you guys seem to provide that. So how can we make that happen? That's, that's really where we're hearing most of the questions now, and so where we're focusing our time on development and support and then uh, once we feel like we've sort of got a really super stable uh, footwork for that, then we can start moving in some other direction. And I, I personally think that's a sound uh, idea and forward with that. And uh, I look forward to test it out uh, more here in the future. Uh, I wonder, we, we talked about uh, books and... and um, gadgets and so on and you sent me an email about that it was some kind of pad what was that oh the uh the item that's uh, sort of my favorite yeah. gadget right now yeah it's essentially um a way to put my phone on the dashboard of my car it, it holds my phone it's i'm trying to remember the name of it hold on a second i will get the exact name of it it is called the I-O-T-T-I-E, I -O -T -T -I -E. and um, it attaches to the dashboard of my car, and I've got the uh, 6 Plus, so it's a little bit bigger than some of the other phones, uh, at least the other Apple phones, but uh, I, I don't like having to reach into the seat next to me or into the cup holder to grab the phone. Um, I like being able to have it sort of up on my dashboard, and so this is a quick release, quick attach holder for my phone so that uh, I can connect it to the car and uh, be hands-free and uh, yet have instant access to it when I need it. Issue also. And uh, I will have a cliffhanger here, maybe do a Chris Brogan say, psh, psh, something like that here about beverage <laughs> again and a cup holder. But we, you have to wait uh, some couple of more minutes here. Uh, so we talked about that, the future plans and so on, and it's been fascinating to hear your story and, uh, that you're talking so openly, openly about it. And 
Anything else you want to talk about with space in the podcasting uh, area? Uh, that you have, because of what I understand, you have uh, lots of ideas and thoughts about it, and also do doing presentation on this topic. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think it will be, as far as Ringer is concerned, we know we can do this with audio. We're excited about the potential of doing it with video down the line. That is a big um, undertaking, but we know it's possible. Certainly the concept applies, and so uh, that's exciting for us. The conference call market is very exciting for us as well. And then, uh, you know, desktop is right around the corner, so you'll be able to connect literally uh, to anyone anywhere in the world on any device. It can be phone to computer, it can be uh, tablet to laptop, and any combination thereof. Uh, we're, we're really excited about getting to Great. a point where we can do that. Uh, do you have any suggestions on uh, future guests or topics or, or uh, book uh, tips? Ooh, well, uh, I do have a book tip off the top of my head, and uh, I've used this one before, and it's not a business book per se, but I've taken it um, to heart when it comes to my dealings with customers and investors. Uh, the book is called Love Does, and it's by a guy by the name of Bob Goff, G-O-F-F, and it really just shows uh, how Bob in his life has loved people in pretty remarkable ways and thinking outside the box and trying to um, not be average when it comes to his interactions with people. Uh, in fact, this is a best-selling book, uh, not only in the United States, but around the world. And Bob, being the guy he is, put his phone number in the back of it uh, and just said, hey, I'm available. <laughs> and so uh, that's just sort of the the remarkable way that, that he thinks and talks about um, interacting with people and loving them in, in uncommon ways. And as I deal with our customers and clients and uh, investors and you know anybody I come in contact with, um, I try to keep those principles uh, in, in front of me. And so, again, I'd, I'd recommend it. It's called Love Does. And when you Does. say that about the phone number, uh, because now we have, have done this through your service, and you often you you talk about phone numbers you want to talk to with somebody or Skype. Uh, will that be? I mean, maybe a change of uh, behavior. But we said you send an email and an invitation, and then you connect uh, the two parties through an app. I mean, it's a different way of doing it, right? It is. Uh, right now, we've, we're really focused on the interview market, and we know that uh, when you're interviewing someone that you've probably never met before, um, you don't necessarily have key pieces of information for them, nor do they necessarily want to give them to you. But almost always, in my experience in the industry, you set up these interviews with an email. And so um, that's where we've started the process. Um, every Ringer user, once you actually sign up for the service, will have a Ringer name. And down the line, as more and more people develop their Ringer names, similar to a Skype name, um, you know, you'll be able to just connect direct with people that way. But uh, at the moment, um, we think the email invite is the way to go. That allows the person you're talking to to uh, say yes or no, <laughs> to not give away any personal information, and uh, yeah, hopefully make the process really, really simple. Call, uh, because uh, it's a different in business culture. I mean, here in Europe, it's pretty common with 
put out your like mobile phone number and so on and call whatever whatever and whenever <laughs> so and and others it, it's more uh, yeah sure to ask for that kind of permission uh, so that's an interesting t take on, on on that and how you could build it how how easy it to be to connect in that that way so uh, it was interesting to hear your thoughts thoughts on about that and uh, could you do you have any like uh, giveaways or some interesting thing that you can uh, give to the listeners and readers and so on and fans of your service and uh, this show well uh, a couple of things that we can do um one, we just talked about the the, the freemium at, at Ringer, and so anybody who wants to try Ringer can download it right now from the App Store or Google Play, and use all the basic features for for free. And uh, we hope you will see see what it sounds like and hear and hear the difference. Um, I would say that the other thing that we can do that we talked about a little earlier is the affiliate program, where we want to save people who listen to your show. Anywhere from 10 to 25% on what we're doing. And so, um, Martin, I can promise you will be at the top of our list for uh, getting the affiliate program done. And, and hopefully, perhaps even by the time this show airs, um, we can have those links available on your website so they can follow and, and start thank saving you. on the premium versions of Ringer. And thank you very much for that, Tim. And uh, thanks for your time. And it was interesting how we connected uh, that I listened to Libsyn feed. And then we talked back and forth, and then also the scheduling that we I used uh, virtual assistant, uh, artificial intelligence called uh, X.ie, uh, which is a fascinating service. Um, so it's good to use technology in, in a good way. Uh, and uh, at, at the end here, uh, you, of course, you have to plug your site. And then I have this hanger because in the Twitter profile, you said that you are a Dr. Pepper fan. Do, do you get uh, free cans from Dr. Pepper? Or tell, tell me about your uh, fascinating about this <laughs> beverage, and I will tell a bit <laughs> about my kind of be beverage. But I must say, Dr. Pepper is something special. I, mean, I studied in sure. America, and uh, when I first tested it, it was with peppery because I like. Um, uh, spicy things and this it, it had some kind of peppery taste to it yes it does have a, a bit of a kick to it um <laughs> i i wish i got yes. free dr pepper from them <laughs> maybe one of these days maybe uh maybe somebody the right person will hear this and uh can go you know what i can get him some free dr pepper but yes. in the meantime i buy my own i just went and got some yesterday um, it's, you know, it started back when I was about 11, a good friend of mine used to drink it and I'd never really had it before and tried it. And it seems to be that people either love it or they hate it. And I happen to be one of the people who loved it. And so really ever since I've been a fan and uh, I've collected some of the old bottles, it's actually the oldest, um, soft drink company in America. It's older than Coke and uh, has been around since, uh, the late 1880s, I believe. And. Um, so it's just sort of become a thing for me and I always have, I've had to switch to the lower calorie, calorie versions as I've gotten older. Um, but, uh, but I still love it and 
chances are if you see me, you'll catch me with one in my hand. Yeah, that's, that's funny to, to, to hear and uh, interesting stories. I will uh, talk more with you about that also, about different uh, types of beverages and, and so on and soft drinks. Or maybe you say pop. Uh, so. Yes, pop. That's that would be the midwestern way to say it. Yeah. So my favorite beverage is tea. Oh, okay. And um, uh, rice on tea, and that will be some some segment in in my podcast also for for the future. So it's uh, and it's interesting. You 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 find that in some energy drinks, and I drink a green tea called matcha. That's a powder form. Okay. Green tea and with the leaves and also the whole plant and it has some very good ingredients and health benefits and other things and it's also giving you a kick because that's right. what you get often from it. soft drinks pops energy drinks and so on but as you said with, with especially with dr pepper uh, you it has this um, you could say peculiar taste or or, or different taste <laughs> that we either like or not like so much and that's probably with the same with the. Is Yolt Cola still around in in your area? Uh, I I don't know of it, but uh, it, perhaps it is. I don't think I've seen it though. No. Because that when it came to to Europe and so on, it was the the double uh, amount of caffeine or caffeine. That was. Oh wow! Okay. For, oh, Jolt. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I have not seen that in a long time. Um, I'm, it may still be around, but I have not seen it in quite some time. Yeah, yeah that's good. So I'm getting thirsty now, so I will take a sip of tea here now. Uh, so with <laughs> that, uh, please, uh, if you have any ending notes, and then again say where listeners and so on uh, could find you. Sure. We're, uh, you can download us for free on the App Store and Google Play. Just search Ringer, and it's spelled R-I-N-G-R. Uh, there, it, it, I, on Google Play, there is one other one with a similar name that we are working on right now to try to keep that from happening, but we're the orange one if you're looking for us on Google Play. Uh, Ringer.com is a good place to start. You can uh, send email, you can sign up for the service, you can get all the details about who we are and what we do, and that's R-I-N-G-R.com. Great. Thank you very much, Tim. Well, thank you, Martin. I appreciate being on the show and uh, really, really thank you for uh, testing out the product and uh, being willing to use it. It's been fun. Cheers.